Yeah. So how are you guys? How was the holiday? We don't have a topic today. We just have how was the holidays and maybe plan some topics for the future because I knew it was going to be us. <laughs> My PCBC posse up in here. Yeah, so. holidays were good. Just um, um, no, oh well, yeah. I guess so. We, I mean, we didn't do anything for Christmas, but um, we went to my folks' house for the new year, kind of hoping to escape some of the fireworks because our neighborhood gets ridiculously loud mm. during like Fourth of July and New Year, and um, so we went over to a neighbor's house who lives like two doors down from my folks who I've become friends with because she's got two boys that are the same age as our girls. They invited us over just for like an early kind of new year celebration. We left the little one, the youngest of my folks. We came back and I noticed that she was already in her PJs and had a bath. And I was like, Oh, that's great. You know, thanks mom. And uh, she's, my mom said, yeah, she threw up. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like I, she's never thrown up before. So I was like, okay, literally five minutes after that, she threw up again and it was like projectile vomit. Oh like, God. Everything and ev anything just like, blah. and then she threw up like five more times after that. And I was like, holy cow, what's going on? And it, like three days ago, um, I had found out that our um, my nieces both had like a stomach virus and then their mom my sister-in-law also got it and so I was like crap is there something going around and um, yeah there was it was a I was really happy we were at my parents house because one I was happy that it was on her floors and her rugs <laughs> so, um, but two I was really happy for the extra help so we put the girls to bed and uh, Literally so 30 minutes after we put it into bed, and then I threw up in her crib. So I had to get her out, shower, and then I went into the, into the room to change the crib bedding. And all of a sudden, I heard Aya throw up in the bed. So I was like, oh my God. And I picked her up as soon as it happened because she threw up on her pillow, picked her up, and then she started like just like it just kept coming. Like it was just like everywhere. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> so. And needless to say, we weren't kept up by fireworks, but we were kept up by sick babies. Oh my god! So, um, but yeah, that, I mean, it, it, and I, I remember I put a, a post on the um, the Facebook page because I was like, I don't know what to do with these kids. They've never had this before, and uh, but it went away. It was just like kind of like a twenty-four hour bug. So we just by the morning time, everyone was good and keeping their food down. Wow. But yeah. And then I caught it like a couple days, like a week later I caught it. So. And um, we went hunting. We went hunting last weekend on Friday. We left um, to go to Frio, Texas. And I hadn't been hunting in like four years. It's been four years since I last sat in a blind. And um, so I was really excited. I went with my husband, my dad, and uh, my husband's cousin, who's like his best friend, Yusuf. And anyways, we're, we sat in the blind Saturday morning and Brad had, had his phone on him and he got like a text message and I could see like his, his like face kind of like change. 
And so I got really worried and I was like, what's going on? Because the girls were with his parents and he didn't say anything. And then I got really worried because then he started to tear up and I was like, hello, what is happening? I'm going to kill you uh, if you don't tell me right now. And anyways, he, his grandfather had just passed away, which is actually Yusuf's father, his cousin's father. It's, so the way it is, is actually, it's my husband's father. It's his uncle that passed. But because he's a lot older, the family calls him their grandfather because uh, they've been close since my, uh, my father-in-law moved to the U.S. when he was 20. He moved here because of his uncle, pretty much. And they lived in Jersey together, and then they moved to Houston. So anyways, they're just, like, all really close. Uh, so his father, or, yeah, his grandfather passed away, and it was really tough because his cousin at, here in Katy messaged him about it, and he said, don't tell Yusuf, which is his brother. He was like, I don't want Yusuf to know about it. And so we were like, how can we not tell him that his father passed away? Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to be able to keep that in. I'm crying. Over your head, it's crying. Um, but I guess his brother thought better of it and decided to go ahead and tell him. So he called him, and he was in a different deer blind. So when we got back to the camp, because we left straight away, we got back to camp. It was like really hard, you know, because he pulled up and you could just, it was, it's tough seeing grown men cry, you know, especially grown men that you, you know, admire and love and um, you just see that their hearts break. But um, so we, we had to like pack up and drive back to Katie um, because normally in Islam, when someone dies, we bury them straight away. We don't embalm. We don't um, do any of that. It's, if they die in the morning, they're usually buried by the afternoon. If they die in the afternoon, then they're usually buried in the morning the next day. So we were rushing back to make sure we got there for the prayer and the funeral. Um, so it's been a really long weekend. We've just been uh, with family going to uh, their house, cooking, you know, all that stuff, cleaning. Whoa. That seems really so, rushed, too, rushed, right? Like maybe countries yeah. were smaller a million years ago, but now to like get somewhere quickly to participate is a lot. Yeah, it was. It was in, and like I didn't go to the grave because no, they'll do a prayer at the, the masjid for the bot. They, so normally what happens is they do a washing, kind of like a cleansing of the body. And usually it's just like the immediate family member that go do that. Um, and they wrap the body with like two big pieces of cloth. Okay. Um, and then they put them in a, um, a coffin. And then they take them to the masjid and then there's a prayer done, a specific prayer done for the dead. And then, um, okay, if you're going to do that, please go sit somewhere else. No. And stop touching my phone. Yeah. and um yeah it's okay and then they take the body to the cemetery and they bury it at the cemetery so we didn't follow them to the cemetery because i had the girls and i was like i'm not gonna um, bring them to that because it can get pretty intense um and there were like 400 people there at the cemetery so i was like really happy we didn't go 
because it would have just been crazy too much. And I guess what happened was is there was water in the grave. So they had to like get down and take the cement block out and pull the water out um, and then put more sand down before putting the body. And so it was like a really long process and uh, um, a lot of people. But I mean, at the same time, you know, it's a blessing, right? To have all those people uh, remember you and pray for you and um you know i know that credit's family and really appreciated everyone kind of coming to give their condolences and everyone like was so so i was just like so surprised by how many people already knew about it and people were at you know his wife's home like really comforting her like being there with her um during it all so it was nice seems so special that a community can still come together and, you know, just kind of stop what they're doing and be there for people who are grieving. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love yeah. that. Grief is yeah. so messy that I love it when people can come together and like with birth, birth and death, it's like, and everybody can just be there to support because they're both yeah. really, really complicated. Yeah. No, for sure. Sure. I mean, it makes you feel like, you know, if you think about, I guess, your own family and, you know, really made me think about my own dad passing away because, of course, it's going to happen. And, you know, we all have our time and you just hope that you have a long life to live with your loved ones before you pass. Um, and with him, with his grandfather, he was like sick for a while. He was 82. So it was it wasn't like it was unexpected, but of course, it's still unexpected. Right. Doesn't um, he was struggling for a long time, but, uh, yeah, sometimes even for myself though, cause like my, I'm thinking about it. My dad is, is so well known in the community. Like he is just on the board for like everything in Houston, not just on the North side where he lives, but he's like a part of, of the Houston Muslim community and all these different organizations and stuff that I feel like when the time comes for him, there'd be so many people that I almost like don't want to share him with everybody, <laughs> you know? And I get that way when we go to events, like everybody wants to talk to my father about something. They want to pull him aside. And I just want to be like, look, I'm with my dad right now. Please go away. <laughs> like I, if you want, shoot him an email. If you want to talk to him about something, or if you have an idea, like this is family time, please just leave us alone. But yeah, I mean, still the same time. It's, it's a, it's a blessing to have that many people care about you and, and pray for you and support the family. Yeah. Hey, don't do that. She just stuck her hands down her pants and then smelled it. Well, curious. Sure. <laughs> just like, does it smell down there? What's going on? Do you need a bath? <laughs> uh. <laughs> like Mary Catherine Gallagher, she would be like, you know, whatever she would do. <laughs> She's all nervous, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, we have Paige. Paige, do you want to say anything? Thanks welcome for welcoming me here. I um, am in my, I think, fourth week now, post-baby. Yay! <laughs> yeah nice healthy baby and I, I had muted it because I was like you know I was listening but I also was trying to scarf down some cereal really quick before um baby wakes up from <laughs> from nap so I was trying not to be disrespectful um 
yeah, feeling feeling a little spread thin. I, I can't figure out how to do, uh, I'm not hiding. I just can't figure out how to turn my um, video on. Um, so I'll have to figure that out later. But yeah. yeah, overall doing pretty great. We have a nice, healthy baby girl. Her name's Willow. Willow. And, um, yeah, happy to have her. She's she is a hungry fiend, which my nipples are, are like still adjusting to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I was glad to remember um, that the support group is here because I was feeling kind of lonely and spread thin today. So it worked out really perfectly. Awesome. We have text reminders now too. We're fancy. What? Nice. Hey, can you put me on that reminder? What do I need to do? Um, I will send you a link so you can do that. Thank you. Yeah, let's do that. It's really handy. It sends you an, an hour and a half reminder text. And it helps me like, oh, crap, today's the day. Yeah. As your hostess with the most, I feel like Rowan and I need to be there. So, um, Caitlin, I'm on my computer. So if you, so do you see boxes for, do you see the rest of us? Yeah, I see all of you guys and I see a little um, box. I'm on the left there. Okay. So if you, well, on my computer, if I just move my mouse across the screen, um, it'll show like at the bottom uh, a menu and it'll say mute, stop video and start video. So if you say wherever your little video icon is, you just re-click that. Okay, so I see, I see where you see, I have mute stop video but i don't have a start video option so then just hit the does the stop video have a like line through it um no it's currently no line through it let's see video settings maybe caitlin's our uh, in-house it support for the group is there a little arrow next to the yeah i clicked on that arrow there and yeah in and video settings yeah um, and if you want to, if we want, you and I can type this out okay. if you don't want to take everyone's time. It's okay. I just, I figured if, if it might be a simple fix, I'd at least look at it. Okay. So. Okay, wait. Enable HD is clicked. Let's see. Um, and I, I do have a video, op, like a little camera on my computer, so I should be yeah. able to. I have no idea. Um, you okay. might be able to go through and do like the uh, didn't see any video troubleshooting. Okay, thing. yeah, I'll work on that on my end. But anyway, just thought I'd ask and check. Thank you. And welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Paige. Yeah, welcome. Thanks, y'all. I'm eager to get this working so you can see my beautiful baby. We are eager too. <laughs> is this your first baby? It is. So exciting. And y'all, uh, if not now, then at some point I want to share my birth story. It was really a wonderful experience. Awesome. That's awesome. Did you um did you have a hospital birth or um no, actually I gave birth in the birthing center with um, a midwife who was the one who introduced me to Rowan is how I met Dr. Blythe. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which, which birth center did you give birth at? 
um, at the West Houston Birthing Center. It was the first time that midwife Jackie Griggs um, gave birth there, or delivered a baby there. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. You'll find when, when our group kind of, sometimes we have a lot of people and sometimes we don't, but we have a lot of birth workers on this, this um, group chat. Nice. What did you call them? Birth workers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that what, are you a birth worker? Yes, I am a birth doula. Oh, nice. And, uh, we got a, a bunch of other doulas. Oh. Kayla's not dueling right now, but she does a lot of like postpartum binding nice. and yeah. She's oh. our belly binding provider for sure. Oh, awesome. Makes the prettiest belly binds of all times. I gotta call Shannon and see if she needs more. Yes. New Year. Check right. inventories. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna need one soon too. I know. You just have to decide what colors you want. Oh, I'm wait, like, are you expecting? Yeah, I am. I'm expecting our third. Um, in the summer, so like end of May, beginning of June. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, I found awesome. out the gender today. <gasps> and, uh, uh, nobody wanna... knows yet except for me. <laughs> oh. So. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna do a, a party tonight. Hey. That's exciting. So you know right now, but you're going to let everybody know later today. What, how are you going to do it? Like balloons, a cake, a cowboy rodeo? What are we doing? So I, for my husband, I am, I'm going to let him know first because he really was like, no one can know before I do. So like, that's fine. Um, so I'm actually going to, he's like a big jokester. He likes to hide things all the time. I think when I need it, especially. And so I'm going to hide a piece of clothing and, uh, probably in his closet or in his drawers and just tell him to go look for it somewhere. And uh, for the family, I think we're just going to do like a, a, a tally, kind of like, you know, everyone place their bets and, uh, and then I'm going to do a slideshow of the ultrasound today because she took a picture. I'll tell you guys right now, it's a boy. <laughs> oh! And she took a picture of him like in between his legs and you like clearly see his like ball sack and his and, and she was just like, there's no mistaking it. And he points like his little arrow saying boy. Cool. <laughs> awesome. He'll be thrilled 20 years from now when he sees the picture with the arrow to his ball sack <laughs> on his ultrasound. <laughs> Is that the only time I'm always so excited to see a penis and balls? Is it sound? Is that just the? Like, I don't know that I've ever been as excited as in that in those moments. It's like the first time you see it on your little boy, you're like, "Oh, it's a boy." Yep. Maybe I'm silly, but you know. And that's handy because Caitlin is, you know boy master right and so mama at D this is point lady i'm gonna be i told you guys about our spider right the spider yes, the wolf the spider gigantic. The yeah uh, freaking giant well she laid another egg sack over the uh over christmas oh. and so of course skylar got some more tanks for christmas so we have a maternity ward now <laughs> Of course, you guys do. <laughs> Where are you? I couldn't what is going on over there in Cleveland? What the fuck? 
So now we have a spider maternity ward and she just like, she just opened up the egg sac. So then that's a cue that they're going to start hatching and then they climb onto her back for, until their first molt. So then they'll go outside. But <laughs> it's been really interesting to learn about all of these wonderful creatures. That now Caleb, are they in your house? Yes, they are currently in my house. <laughs> and um, yeah, the egg sac is like the size of a dime. Like it's a sphere the size of a dime. It's pretty intense. It's not teeny tiny. It's pretty big and it's blue. Blue? Um, it's blue. We're going to need photos in the PCBC right. group. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take some photos. And Caitlin, I'd, actually, I'd actually request a birthing video um, while they're hatching. Uh, if I if I can get to that and see that, because I you know it might happen while he, everyone's asleep. So. <laughs> I don't know, but that would be pretty interesting. So that's been. Wait, is this is this a wolf spider or what spider is it? It's a wolf spider, yeah. So wolf spiders. After I destroyed the first egg sac, eggs actually laid, I felt really guilty because I found out they're the only spider in the entire world that have any kind of mothering instincts. Oh. And so then I felt terrible. So that's why we have a maternity ward this time and she gets to have her eggs. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell Rowan that you guys have a freaking maternity ward over there. <laughs> Call the midwife. <laughs> anyway, so it's pretty intense and really ridiculous and silly, but my four-year-old is incredibly happy about the whole situation. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, Tiffany! That's been good. And then Christmas was a little crazy around here. Um, more drama than I've ever had at any holiday ever, which is, you know, we went from zero to some, basically. Tell um, us everything. Oh my gosh. So there was a whole incidence with my, two incidents with my sister. I mean, we went from zero to two, basically. But there was a thing where she wanted to make this specific food for everyone great so I bought all of the ingredients apparently one some of one of the ingredients got eaten and she like flipped out and threw his fit and like threw all the ingredients back in the fridge because she's like I'll just not make it I'll just wait until I can do it right and threw everything back in the fridge and I was like okay but it's something that I can't eat that my father-in-law couldn't eat one of my brother's girlfriend can't eat like there, so it was like some because of the ingredients. I'm allergic to dairy, and all it is is dairy. It's like three different kinds of cheeses and sour cream, which wasn't even on the pe the shopping list that she gave me twice. You know, so it was just like a whole thing. But it was like a giant hissy fit and threw everyone off their uh, game. And then every year I do a surprise box where I buy like stuff all year and throw it in a box, and then we all take turns picking stuff out and. You know then you can steal or you know whatever but she's just started to do it and it seemed rather malicious versus um a fun way and then she tried to explain it off like well since i couldn't afford gifts for everyone i thought i'd steal what they really wanted and then give it back to them at the end and i'm just like you're 41 years old are you kidding me I, you know, anyway set everyone on it but whatever anyway so then uh the good news is um she pushed my buttons enough on New Year's Eve, asking me to talk to her, that I exploded. Um, really exploded. It was really terrible. And it was the first time it's ever happened to me that I said every bad thing about someone I have been penting up for months and said them all in 10 minutes to, to her face. So it was pretty rough. And so I've asked her to leave. And so we're in the midst of that at this point. 
Um, and then we started a whole 30 round for all of us. Um, I'm doing the boys with us too. And as a mom, which I think this is a great topic, Blythe, is I'm really proud of my mom moment because in the last week, Skylar, his behavior has changed completely now that I've taken him off sugar. Like he is a much calmer kid and he's just a much uh, more well-behaved child. And so I'm just really proud of noticing that. And it's going to be my motivation to keep going because man, does that make my life easier? Like I would much rather have easy days with my kids and then be happier and healthier and less off the walls. So um, I have a question real fast. Yes. What entitles like everything to sugar? Cause I know like milk has sugar in it. Right. So um, the only things I didn't take away from them are some crackers and some yogurt. So I don't know what the difference for him is. I'm just noticing that there is a difference for him in like, I mean, it's not even that he was having gobs of it. It was just like the processed sugars, mm. you know? Um, and I think just making sure that it's limited too, that if it's the occasional yogurt or the occasional crackers, um, but I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it other than, I'm noticing a huge shift for him. That's awesome. And yeah, in one of the mom's groups there, one of the questions that they posed just to see was, what are you really proud of as a mom? Because we always share so many of our struggles that I like share. I was like, that's a great idea. Let's share some of the things we're most proud of that we've done as a mom, even if it's just a single day. So anyway, that was my idea for a group thing. And that's what I have to share today. Awesome. And I got two good ideas for topics on it. Yay. So Tiffany. Hi. Hi. Made it. I'll be in a little late, but that's okay. Um, what are we just checking in from holidays? Or? Yeah, we're doing a holiday check-in and um, telling everybody Rowan's taking her test right now. That's why she's not here. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Can't believe it's here. I know. I'm excited for her. That's awesome. Um, the holidays were good. Pretty low-key. We, my husband and I, we kind of like talked back and forth and we had like big list of things that we wanted to do and get things done and you know we did some of those things we didn't do everything and we were totally fine with not doing everything um uh we did do one thing that was important to me was to take the girls on something Christmassy that they were looking forward to and we went to the Herman Park uh, Christmas train ride. Oh, I so saw we, that picture. Mm -hmm. So we took them on the train and Lily had been talking about it for a couple of weeks and wanted uh, to make sure that we- going into a tunnel. We went through a tunnel, yes. Um, that we did something that was for them. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, Christmas day. We just hung out at home and opened gifts and um, Skyped with family and 
um, just kind of ate. I kind of let them have free reign over, you know, whatever they wanted pretty much all day. So they were eating cookies and candy and um, Lily has been pretty good about knowing her limits. And when she's tired, she goes and lays down and falls asleep. And it's, you know, really helpful to me because I don't have to be there or, you know, cut her off from something and say, oh, you're tired now. You have to stop and do this. But she is able to self-regulate in that sense. Um, Willow isn't really quite there yet, but, you know, she's still two. So she doesn't quite understand her own limits yet, but we're working on it. Um, and it was really nice to just have dad at home for two weeks and, you know, be able to do things all together as a family. So he went back to work on Monday and we're still kind of adjusting to that. Lily was like, where's dad? Kind of, you know, forgot that he had to go back to work. Um, and yeah, that's about it. All right. Hey, sweet girl. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I feel like I'm always explaining to my daughter why daddy has to work. Mm -hmm. And we, because every night she's like, I don't want you to go to work tomorrow. And uh, she wakes up in the morning always asking for him. But um, and I always tell her like, oh, daddy has to work because we need money. And, you know, money buys us you know, food and he gets you clothes and, you know, it's, you're able to turn the lights on and off, you know, and all the stuff. And so the other day we were, we came to a stop light and there was some, a young man outside um, asking for money. And so I, I gave him $3 and my daughter was like, why did you give him money? And so I took that opportunity to explain to her why he doesn't have a job and why he needs the money. And that's why daddy goes to work every day. So he doesn't have to do something like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she was like, well, we don't need that much money. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we don't need that much, but we do need a little. <laughs> don't we have enough that he can just stay home three yeah, days a week? Like, he only needs to work two days a week, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I started a list of different topics for the year. Like I really, you know, once Rowan's done with testing, she'll be at births and stuff like that. But for the most part, we have it where we do this and then she sees clients on Wednesdays afternoons and stuff like that. So um, we're definitely, and my assistant is uh, to the place where she can take on a new project, basically. Rowan showing her how to make this a podcast, which is, I can't believe how intense it is and how it changes. I see people who have a podcast weekly and I'm like, how, how does that even work when they change the rules every week on how to post it? But Shayna is really great at like, what up? She doesn't care if you have to turn your dog sideways on a Wednesday when the sun is bright and crystals are looming, like she doesn't care. She's like, whatever. <laughs> um, so she's going to work on that um, and Rowan's going to help her. So, um, so far I have food behavior on different foods, not because we talk a lot about food and like meal prepping and how to like make your life easier. But I think 
behavior from us and the kids on foods. Um, what are things that you're most proud of? I got that one out of Caitlin while she was talking, so it was good. And then I also thought of like birthday celebration ideas, you know, like what are age appropriate and what is not dreaded? Like not everybody wants to go to the Chuck E. Cheese and oh. so like kind of ideas. So if you guys have any other thoughts that you think of, you can post them in the group or whatever, because I'm starting my little new year list here. I just heard of this birthday party trend that's called the Fiverr party. Oh, yeah. What is that? Okay. Yeah. So on the invitation, you say, I'm having a Fiverr party, which means that everyone brings a $5, $5 in a card instead of a present. Oh. And so then the $5 goes towards one big present purchase that the parents buy. Nice. And then it's kind of a gift from everyone, but it's one big thing versus a bunch of like tiny crap. Nice. Yeah, we always try to do that every year. I tell people like, don't bring any gifts. And, but always, someone always brings the gift. I mean, it's, yeah, as much as I say, like, we don't need any gifts. Like, please don't bring any, just come. But I think that's a good idea because sometimes people like feel like, like it's almost rude on me not to bring a, not for them to bring a gift. Does that make sense? Like, like why would they bring a gift? Why would I ask them not to do that? I mm. So I feel like that fiber kind of takes that relief off of them takes that like whatever guilt maybe they have or whatever I know I, you can have it after please just wait um but yeah last year we did the the Ikea kitchen thing for our three-year-olds and so we just asked everyone to pitch in for the kitchen and buying like all the little accessories like wooden fruits and vegetables and cooking stuff for her but that's cool but still people brought other guests which I ended up just like keeping in the the wrapper and be gifting to other people. And I've been debating on taking, we have a basket right now in our living room that's filled with toys. And I've been debating on like just completely taking it out and putting just like only toys in their room so they can't bring any toys out to the living room. Because I feel like oh, yeah. it's in the living room, but um, and it doesn't like bother me so much that it, I'm sure it would take away like, you know, instead of having to clean up their room and the living room, it's only one. I don't know if you guys have that rule in your house, but um, where you keep like toys in one room only. Instead of everywhere. We have been trying to, because they have a, they have a playroom. So their playroom is you know all toys um when our roommate moved out we tried to make her old bedroom we call it the hangout room but it became like playroom number two and there were toys everywhere and then it started spilling out into the living room mm -hmm. and at one point over winter break <laughs> dad lost it and was like Hangout room is closed. No more kids in there. It's not a kid's room. It's for adults to hang out in. And, you know, it got the doors closed and it's off limits right now. We are trying to, well, I guess I am trying to talk to them about, you know, downsizing and getting rid of toys that they no, no longer play with that, you know, aren't really age appropriate anymore because they're growing and some of their baby toys are just getting 
forgotten about and things like that, but I have a hard, fast rule. No toys in mom and dad's room because mm. it's one thing not like getting into bed and finding yeah. a Lego or a stuffed animal because, you know, I'm trying to keep it at least separate for our room and keep that in my space. Um, so they do have their own playroom. Toy room is the playroom, but they don't even really put their toys in their bedroom because it's not as big. So we're still trying to work out at least the hard, fast rules and boundaries of toys. But um, I did start the discussion of downsizing, especially since Santa came and they got some other things, you know, new yeah. toys this year. So I saw, um, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys know who Joanna Gaines is from that TV show, Big Surfer. She's got like five kids. Now, because um, she does like every year, she gives the kids bags and they have to fill it up with old toys before Christmas. So to get rid of those toys, well, that's a good idea. Um, that I guess the kids kind of go through and do it instead of me myself going through and doing it. Um, I also have a friend who gets his daughters to give away um, like three dresses, like really like. They, I guess he tells them to pick out like their favorite dress, the prettiest one that they love so much or whatever, and they have to give it away to someone else who needs it more. Mm. And so he says like, this is like, we're, we're giving it as a gift to someone else who's going to love it, you know, just as much or not more than you. Um, I guess to teach them, you know, uh, humility or how to be humble or how to give when you have something. I don't know. So I thought that was also kind of a a good trait to probably try to instill in your kids when it comes to material stuff. Um, and I think Aya, our oldest, who's like three and a half, is just probably old enough to understand that maybe, that concept, because his girls are a little older. Um, so that might be, he might do that too this year. I'm a big fan of the KonMari method. We did that before we moved into our new home. And she has a new uh, TV show on Netflix, which kind of explains her method so you don't have to read the freaking book. But anyway, I'm reading her second book now because I've actually kept up all of most of her stuff like for our whole house since we've moved in two years ago, which is pretty remarkable. Our house is still relatively tidy. Um, I mean, so, you know, stuff gets out of order on occasion, but it's easy to put back. Um, and she said that the kids should be able to put away, you know, like go through their toys themselves and that it's just as important for them to see how many toys they have. And if it's a daunting task for them, you can help them with it. But, you know, just be, you know, instilling that fact that you do have so much that you can pick the few things you really love and really want to play with out of here. Um, and as far as storage for our house, we have an entire upstairs that's devoted to toys and it's already pretty empty at this point. And then we have uh, one bin and one like cupboard in our living room because I can't be upstairs with the kids all the time. And then uh, they each have a bookcase in their room and Skylar has one toy chest um, to, as like a catch-all um, that gets cleaned out every so often and stuff back upstairs. But otherwise we don't allow toys everywhere because it's just it's too much and overwhelming um 
But lately, Skylar's been the one deciding which toys to keep, which ones to get rid of um, at the age of four. Um, he's starting to understand some of that better. Um, but I have to leave it up to him because I can see what he plays with, but that doesn't mean something else isn't really special to him, too. Paige, do you have anything? Um, Willow's favorite toy is my nipple currently. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, it, you know, one thing I um, have experienced recently is uh, a real letting go of a lot of the things I was anxious about before birth, such as people giving us things that we don't, that I don't want or need. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm thinking, because now it's kind of like, I'm just like, okay, just make sure she has a clean diaper and a, and a full belly, and I'll deal with that other stuff later, you know, so um, we've been getting a lot of, people are so generous, you know, and so people have been giving us a lot of things, and we have a, um, in our neighborhood, the Missionaries of Chari Charity, the Mother Teresa nuns, um, live right down the street, so it's been nice to have, you know, an outlet because they, they house um, a few women who just need a little extra support. They have like a, a pregnancy support house and um, I visit them on Tuesday mornings and have been able to, I was grateful because I have stuff to give now, you know, Chase and I haven't had to buy anything to give. We have a lot of things that have been given to us that, you know, we, we're really, we live in like a 500 square foot place. So it's, it's like, you know, it fills up quickly if we don't try to stay on top of it. And there's just so much baby stuff and people are, you know, everybody wants to participate and give stuff. So it's kind of been working out nice where it hasn't been too overwhelming because like I said, I've been kind of letting go. I think before Willow came, in the pregnancy, in like the late pregnancy stage, I was really trying to figure out, okay, what, what things, you know, are essential, what's not, and there's like, there was some anxiety around that, um, and now I'm literally like, I don't care, I don't care if <laughs> the onesie's organic cotton, just put the thing on her and let me get some sleep, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's been a, a, a welcome transition, a kind of letting go of some of that and changing of my priorities. Um, yeah, and as far as toys go, I think, you know, one thing I'm looking forward to is making stuff, you know, like allowing Willow to kind of, as she grows, to discover what she's into and then see if we could together make it, you know. You are pretty crafty. <laughs> yeah, so we, um, yeah, that's kind of the dream is to have uh, have it kind of be a family activity, too, of, of making stuff whenever we find out what kind of interests Willow has. Um, Tiffany, I heard that you have a, a baby named Willow, too. Yes, my youngest is Willow May. She'll be three in March. Is that Willow right there? Yes. So sweet. 
Paige's willow is four weeks. Oh, <laughs> I think that gives some oxytocin to Tiffany there. <laughs> Free buzz. Four weeks. <laughs> I guess you forget, you know, um, you forget all of the sleep deprivation once the four-week cute mark wears off. <laughs> I was talking to a friend this morning about how it's a great design that they come out really, you know, that she's so precious because she's <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, Coraline is having a birthday party on February 1st. <laughs> I am that lady apparently that has a birthday party for her dog. Um, but it's a Friday night. It's going to be at the office since a lot of um, people have met her there. Um, but it's going to be friends, families, patients, friends of patients, Rowan's friends. Because now that we have PCBC up there, we've got Mary and, you know, people come up and hang out. So, or pass by or whatever. So, um, Shana's making the invitation on Dr. Blythe's Facebook page today. So I will put a link in PCBC if anybody wants to come by. Uh, not need to bring presents, but you can come and eat gluten-free carrot cake that's made by Bitsy. It's the best. It's very good. Um, so we're having that. And it's a unicorn rainbow theme. So, <laughs> I like bees. I was going for bees, but I couldn't find any. And the first shirt I ever put on her was a little pride shirt. So I was like, well, we'll just do unicorns and rainbows. Nice. So that's happening if you guys want to come by. I'll Who put it in the calendar. Friday night, but we'll be there. It's, it's Friday be night? It'll be a Friday night on February 1st. Nice. So from 5.30 to 7.30 because Mima goes to bed early on Friday because she done. That's like me. I can't stay up past 10. I'm like done. 10.30, I'm out. Um, okay, guys, I gotta go, but yeah. I'm so happy I saw all of you. Paige, congratulations on your newborn and all that Thank exciting you. stuff. And hopefully, we'll see you next time we can talk more about it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And Tiffany, it was so good seeing you again. Yeah, I missed a couple of meetings, but I knew I wanted to check in. And um, yeah, I'm glad I did. It was good to see you. All right, guys. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, well, if you guys have any more thoughts on stuff to talk about, just post it in the group. Um, I definitely have been out of, like, out of touch for the last couple of weeks. Um, I was on vacation and helping Rowan study and stuff, so, um, but we're back. We're back in, so we'll start paying attention. And I loved how you guys supported. I saw Adila kind of post that in probably, like, two days later, and I saw that, you know, you guys had given her some zhuzh and love, so that was really good. So, and I will send Paige a text with our email sign-up link. Um, Caitlin will probably want you to know that sometimes it doesn't work on your phone. It's a little dick. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know why. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have to do it from a computer. Um, the people keep calling me to say, let's talk. So I need to book some time and say, yo, this is not working all the time. Can you fix that? So okay. I just need to do it. So okay. I have Shana do it, actually. I can have Shana do it. I don't have to do it. Look at that. <laughs> so. And y'all mainly, um, I'm hearing you're using um, the Facebook sort of messaging chain to touch base mostly? 
we have a Facebook group. Um, so sometimes people post like SOSs and recipes where yeah, there's so. a sale over here on Instant Pots because we've talked about Instant Pots. So it's a way to have community and offer support. So, and it's, it's community supported. So it's not just Rowan and I, everybody kind of takes care of each other in there, which I love. Yeah. So, and I'll post pictures of them, to that? you know, maternity wards. Yeah, we need to see the maternity ward. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you in that page? No, I, um, I'm not on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. we're definitely here every two weeks, so. Thanks. Yeah, I'll, um, and then I'll look forward to that text message reminder if it works, and if not, I'll, uh, I'll just keep my little brain trying to work on that. My mama brain. That has been, I think, um that a big challenge for me it's just like i i'm not really thinking very clearly mm -hmm. yeah so. postpartum brain is a real thing yeah mm -hmm. so um and if yeah the text message thing i couldn't get it to work on my phone at first but if i logged on via computer i could do it okay so I okay know. and i'll work on this video thing because we want to see that baby. I and know, she's so course. beautiful. <laughs> Everybody likes to get some free oxytocin in here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Love. Oh. Oh, great. All right, party people. Well, I will see you guys in two weeks. Rowan will be here. We can just, like, celebrate her being on one side of this hurdle. Nice. I believe that 100% she will have passed by then and she will know and it'll be good. Okay, great. Awesome. All right. Well, I love each and every one of you and I'll see you in two weeks. Love you guys. Bye. See you then. Bye. All righty, my loves, that's a wrap. We'll see you in two weeks. Don't forget to grab those headphones. If you need a text reminder, you can go to Pregger's dot rocks www.preggers.rocks or preggerscanbechoosers.com and there's a text reminder that you can sign up for we're also on facebook at preggers can be choosers there's an event um, invitation that you can sign up for there and we also have a group dedicated on facebook dedicated to our podcast listeners that's the podcast afterbirth group so we'll hope to connect with you soon and don't forget we're launching our prenatal education podcast pretty soon. So we want you to jump in on that as well. Thank you so much and hope you have a great two weeks.